0: 5, four three two one i'm john Miglosh for the wdma and we're going to be talking about three percent solution today which is something i had never heard of before but before we do let's just have some fun and <laughs> this is one of my favorite super bowl commercials of all time okay and here we go help i love whales i love, I love whales protect the whales The trees need you. The trees need you. Uh-huh. Which is of course sustainable, a sustainable resource the trees, depending on how The you ice play. caps are in trouble. The ice caps we have more ice than ever but anyway. But there are unintended consequences. Hey Melissa, now, now the met. rhinos need saving. Rhinos! Rhinos It's hard to be an eco-warrior, but it's easy to drive like one. Introducing the most fuel-efficient crossover, the Kia Niro. Okay, so crossover, I think it's like a hybrid. Um, I didn't remember the the car commercial. I mean, what brand of car, which is a problem for car commercials. You know, you have to get across the name. But the the storyline is is excellent. And it brings us to another another category here of measurement versus achievement. I saw this yesterday on LinkedIn and it's just it just too it's too too real. Okay, so uh so the the KPI set is how can we fit more in the can? And uh so the uh the operations manager said, "Oh, I know a way." And what he did was he <laughs> cut the balls in half, and you get five balls in a can instead of three. Uh, so if you're rewarded by how many balls you get in a the can, then the can on the right is the winner. And that's why you have to be careful about how you measure and what you measure. And measurement alone is not the only question, right? And, uh, but I just thought this was brilliant because there's five balls in here which is a I guess it would be a 67% improvement on the can so it went from 3 to 5 yeah something like that anyway um the world's last blockbuster crashes the Super Bowl with an apocalyptic ad and uh, here's the blockbuster I did have a highlighted one uh this is in Bend Oregon I think um and uh they apparently they rent VHS uh, videos. It's the last one, and they're doing a apocalyptic uh, play on, uh, you know, the last survivor of the nuclear holocaust might be the cockroach, and uh, the last survivor of the mass media frenzy might be this blockbuster. And so they've created a, car, a commercial called Until the Bitter End, they're not actually running it on the Super Bowl, but they're debuting it in their store, and you can pay two dollars to rent it. Rental costs two dollars a day. Uh, it will be exp- <laughs> it will be released exclusively on VHS. <laughs> I still have a VHS. I've been I've been you know chipping away at my family videos that we. That we made years ago and putting them on to, to digital media so you know I could actually watch that but I just thought it would be interesting so now we're going to go over to summer Gould and summer has a series about different psychological considerations to help you to help you increase the response of your advertising could be for direct mail but it could be for pretty much anything why you should consider framing to influence decision making and the 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 truth is that people prefer the status quo to exerting the energy to act and so the way choices are presented actually influences the decisions people make right first some some of us lean toward more fun or more novel we have a Uh, affinity to novelty and others have an affinity toward the status quo and so and and apparently everybody has kind of those two things okay Um, and she says like if you're gonna raise the price put the highest price first like when I talked about my my $5,000 come in and audit your direct marketing Look over your testing plan. If you don't have a testing plan, you should. And how to implement that. And um, you can give me a call at the phone number down below that's going by. Uh, Dave Foley said, how can I call you when you don't give me your phone number? Well, it's on LinkedIn and it's around. You know, I'm pretty findable if you can spell my name. Um, and if you're on watching on YouTube, uh, howdy. And the name is there, too. Um, so... Frame the choice you want people to make. So anyway, I talked about how I I got paid $16,000 for a keynote from the USPS. And so, you know, it sets in your mind, this guy's worth something to listen to. And I got a standing ovation. I didn't mention it at the time, but, you know, it was a tough audience, the postal people. Um, Position the desired customer action as popular and attractive. Now, uh, this is an excellent article, and I recommend that you read it. Artic- All the show notes are available down in the WDMA.org member area. So to get them, you have to, to subscribe, but it's free. And so I encourage you, if you see an article you like, I got a couple of questions last week um, on a testing article uh, from uh, Barrington Marketing, I think it was. And um, and people asked about it, and I posted it so you can get it there, but I didn't see um, whether that people got it or not. So if you haven't gotten it and you'd like it, let me know. Uh, they didn't say which article they wanted, so they're all over there, all kinds of them. But I wanted to move on, along from from uh, from summer to this article by Trung Fan, uh, and I've done featured some of his work before, uh, Nike, Tiffany, and the 3% rule. It's just excellent. So Nike and Tiffany partnered on a new product, uh, basically, Tiffany used their iconic color on the whoosh, and uh, took a hundred-dollar shoe and made it into a four-hundred-dollar shoe. But it will be unique. You know, you'll be only the only kid on the playground to have that that look. And um, but it goes along with um, with several designers and and their thinking, and it goes along with Summers' article. Um so Virgil was a streetwear designer and he collaborated with Nike to to make the Nike Air, this is the original more or the uh Michael Jordan Air, Air Jordan's, uh he put air on it, he little fancier uh shoelace and you know a few other things that he did to make it more unique. And he had a whole line of those. He only wanted to make slight edits. He had done a lecture in 2018 explaining that the Nike Air Jordan was so perfectly put together that he didn't want to do a whole lot. He called this the 3% approach or the 3% rule. Uh, Humans desire, and this is really well said, Okay, and I thought Summer might like it too. Humans desire two competing things, familiarity to give us comfort And novelty to fulfill our curiosity. Excellent, right? Uh, There was a a French designer, famous French designer named Raymond Loewy, who was a master of combining familiarity and novelty. And he came up with Shell, Exxon, TWA, BP, and Greyhound logos. Uh, He's Cosmopolitan said he probably affected the daily life of more Americans than any man of his time. Okay, and he was in the 50s, 1950. And uh, he said, there are two opposing forces, neophilia, a curiosity about new things, and neophobia, a fear of anything too new. How about that? Now that is really hitting the nail on the head, you know, getting the Greek. uh, I don't know if he coined those terms, but man, you know, nailed it. Okay, and... Lowy called his grand theory most advanced yet acceptable. So you can only move the needle so far. And I feel like that's been one of my challenges in life. (laughs) When you're 20 years ahead, no one wants to hear about it. (laughs) But, you know, now I've slowed up a step. And and the the ideas are now coming around in someone else's words. But oftentimes they don't have the background because they didn't developed the ideas over 20 years so he said he said to sell something surprising make it familiar and to sell something familiar make it surprising you know and this all goes along with what what summer was talking about there are limits like the number of Marvel and star wars reboots spotify team found that the custom discover playlists the discover playlists they created for users, which started as a way to recommend entirely new songs performed best when it included tracks you had previously heard. Spotify stumbled on this after a bug mixed up people's Discover playlists with songs they had previously listened to. How about that? So when they mixed in the familiar with the novel, then... People liked it much, much more, right? So if you're a rock star, yeah, you can do a couple of your old hits and you can do a couple new hits, but don't do one, all of one or all of the other, I would say. There's an optimal newness for ideas. I don't know if it's three percent, but something like that. And here's the best story I'll conclude with this. but this article, which is 14 minute articles, goes on and on that we've only just touched on it, um, was the story of absolute vodka. I love st- case studies. In 1979, the Swedish liquor brand, which was 100 years old at the time, Absolute Vodka was already 100 years old in 1979, decided to go try and market in America. So TBWA advised Absolute to market itself on the aesthetics aesthetics of its bottle design as a 19th century Swedish pharmacy vial. Okay, it's an apothecary jar, right? It's got the round... The round collar, a very straight stem, and then a very, you know, circular, rounded shoulders, and then right straight down to the bottom. Okay, when the only print campaign, start, when, when print-only campaign, and here's the power of print, of course, started in 1981, Absolute only sold two twenty thousand cases of vodka. So, I don't know how many are in a case, six maybe. So, that's like 100,000 bottles of vodka right or maybe it's 20 in a case and then it would be uh 400,000 bottles of vodka but not a whole lot okay and they ran 1500 ads that all basically showed the silhouette of the bottle design and here's some of the ads right so you'll recognize the absolute vodka it's funny cuz when uh the the russian uh the russian <laughs> sanctions started people didn't want to buy vodka because they thought it was Russian, and absolute is Swedish, just so you know. So if you have been if you've been fasting from vodka because of your support of the war in Ukraine, this isn't Russian vodka. <laughs> but it now represents 50% of the imported vodka in America. Absolute went from an unknown to a dominant with a simple idea. Okay? And the idea wasn't to compete on taste wasn't tell to tell you how much how this was the best vodka in the world it was just to emphasize that it's an interesting bottle How cool is that so I hope this gives you something to think about in your advertising um, and as I said 3% is applicable across practices and fields and happy to work with you not on how to change your entire advertising. You know, in our case study with with uh Love Sack, you know, they were concerned that that you know I wanted to basically dump all the digital, the website, and all this other things. I said, no, I think we should just try to get a few more people in the store. Keep all of that in place. But we can test we can test that your your buying premises. From, uh, all the way to the store and to purchase with mail, and we can figure out what offers resonate in the marketplace, and that took them from 50 million in sales up to 100 million in three years, and we left all the we left all the digital in place, didn't change a thing. So we can help you just get that resonant improvement. Uh, there's the phone number. Give me a call. Happy to hear from you. Bye-bye.